Welcome to episode 18. If you just joined, I'm Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram, and this is Robin at A Pirate Witch on Instagram. Today, we have a special guest, Raven (laughs) of (laughs) um, at Magic Memes on Instagram. (laughs) She posts all those funny and amazing memes that we're all sharing and loving. Say hi. Say hi to everybody. I hope you guys are loving it. I'm not. I get some backlash. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not loving it. We actually, don't share them all the time or anything. We invite you here so I can mean. critique you harshly on your memeage. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear it. I need the So, Raven, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? How did you start practicing? Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I feel like I'm just the same as everyone, where it was, like, all throughout my childhood, like, I'd be into, like, witchcraft and, like, shows about witchcraft, movies about it. I'd be in my backyard doing the whole, like, mud spells, like, oh, it's a potion. <laughs> and then it just kind of went from there. Like, once I became, like, a teenager and realized it was, like, something I can actually do, Mm-hmm. I was like, I, any way I could, I was like getting involved in it. That's, That's great. So That's what I did. Yeah. That sounds about what, right. Uh, <laughs> what made you want to start Magic Memes? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I always was into memes because I don't know. I just like humor is like my go-to for anything. Like, <laughs> I like I kind of into memes. Like, focus, please. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of them, but... You ever heard of a It's meme? definitely a cancer thing, right? <laughs> you guys like to cover up sadness and stuff First with of all, you. Why don't you get up off my dick, Maria? <laughs> That's how we process our emotions, through jokes. Yeah. <laughs> it's how I deal with trauma. a concentrated place. Yeah, it helps work through a lot. And if I feel like the witch community can be too serious. Yeah, yes. lighten up, Maria. God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, but you also do tarot readings for clients and stuff like that. How uh, how did you get involved in that? Well, I took inspiration from you, beautiful ladies. Aww. Thank um, you. I found it like I don't know, relaxing and fun to do tarot, and I always did it for my friends and random people just I was trying to get out there and more involved with tarot and I figured mm-hmm. why not do that like I had enough experience in it and I just thought I'd offer my services and it's yeah. been honestly so fun connecting with people in that kind of way like mm-hmm. I don't know I just think it's cool like the way people will share with you that kind of intimate like question that they have and then you get to connect with them about it like yeah I, I do too yeah. I, any nice. way to ke- do ter- involve tarot throughout the day let's let's just do it <laughs> maria's an addict let me read for you for your friend i got gotcha. you <laughs> you you better be careful for what you fucking wish for because somebody's been knocking up on your dms going i heard you want to do tarot readings i would love to be a free subject for you <laughs> you cannot i'm big. sorry <laughs> i take it back <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy so raven 
tell us just whatever you want to tell us about yourself. Talk about yourself, how cute you are, your beautiful red hair. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm here. I do exist. <laughs> I'm just um, New England living, trying to exist, you know. It's hard here. <laughs> I've never been to New England. I feel like... I know. What? Come then. I feel like the witchy New England community is kind of quiet. Like, I don't know. Like, I see it more on social media now, but like, that's why I joined it originally, too. Like, just being able to connect with people is awesome. But like, sometimes in New England, at least Connecticut, like where I'm from specifically, like, there's just like, it's so quiet here. Like, there's literally like only a few witch shops here. Mm-hmm. And they're you so close out. to, um, to, um, to, um, Salem, right? <laughs> yes. A couple hours away. So jealous. So jealous. It's actually shut down right now. They're getting so mad over there. The people that like live close to it because people are still going, and I just feel so bad. Yeah, I see people are still. That's no surprise. (laughs) That's literally (laughs) no surprise. (laughs) I get wanting to go. Like um, my husband and I go every year for our anniversary, but we skipped it this year because it's just not worth it. But like. People are saying like, oh, well, the shops are still open. So that's like inviting people to go. But the shops are still open because the locals are still witches, too. So well, not all <laughs> yeah, right. No, right. I know we've like, all seen the crazy crowded pictures from like Halloween yeah. and yeah, yeah stuff there. So <laughs> I can get their apprehension being like, hey, yo, please, you know, no. Dial it <laughs> Stay back, out, please. please. <laughs> I think this year's going to be a little different. That is sad. Yeah, but it's okay. We'll make it next year. Next year. If you've just joined us this week, every single week I talk about the upcoming lunar phase. And I know we talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the month because I was playing a little game of let's pretend there's not a full moon happening because we were overlapped. But it is the Taurus full moon on October 31st. Also Samhain, also Halloween, and also a blue moon. So if you don't feel like this moon was made specifically for you, you're fucking kidding yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, jokes. (laughs) Uh, Answer. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) jokes. You can't see it, but I'm doing finger guns. (laughs) (laughs) so the general is a full moon that relies heavily on our need for stability and with mercury being in retrograde and mars being in retrograde and just the state (laughs) of the world um that's not easy to satisfy at present (laughs) um this is going to be a full moon where you're going to if we're looking at the energies associated with it we're looking at kind of of trying to accept situations in our life chaos chaotic or positive just the way they are and not you don't need to fix it sometimes things are just the way that they are and that's okay even if it's hard it is okay now that being said in terms of magic this particular full moon is very very good 
for manifesting money. Um, specifically, like if you're trying to work on your savings account or doing anything that basically builds up your financial security. So mm-hmm. this would be a good time to avoid making impulse purchases or, you know, doing the thing that I do, which is when you're sad and you try to buy your happiness with a new pair of shoes or something. Perhaps this is not <laughs> the time to do that. And instead, focusing on making magic that is about drawing money in as opposed to spending it on dumb shit you don't need. I'm specifically talking to myself at this time. <laughs> and me. And me. <laughs> Call out everybody. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at all of you. Uh, I know we're all sad right now. You don't need those third pair of Doc Martens. It takes you 10 months to break them in. You don't need another pair. You don't need it. True. You want that's it, tough. but you don't need it. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're looking at a very, like stable moon given you know the nature of the world so it's stable but (laughs) and and we have to be okay with it and that being said if you didn't listen to the 16th episode when we talked about the blue moon the blue moon Mm -hmm. is a time where we like do magic that's going to kick an extra punch so anything Mm -hmm. that in your life that needs that extra oomph this would be the time to do it i think draw like spell work for stability would be very very good just because of how crazy as you said how crazy things are right now i don't know how everyone else is doing but i literally sometimes feel like i'm spinning out of control by one thread a single thread (laughs) she shows me the thread all the time it's very sad yes i do like look at it robin look Look at it it. I'm losing my damn mind. <laughs> so yeah, but, while you guys yeah. are celebrating Samhain, you know, give your offering candles a little kiss on the lips, and mm-hmm. uh, give it a little. Use that little extra punch for something that matters. So yeah, yay! Harvest that Hi. last abundance. Yeah. Oh, see, Maria said it to me before we started <laughs> recording, and and I went, I was going to say that, and then I did it. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> but it is the last of the harvest, and this is a good moon for prosperity, and so the two like go hand in hand. Find the metaphor in that and make it work. So if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So this week we're talking about the Five of Cups. And on the Rider-Waite-Smith version of this of this, you'll see someone decked out all in black. Behind them is a stream, bridge, and a house. They are morning tipped over cups in front of them, while full upright cups are behind them. The universal meaning of this card is dealing with tough emotions when faced with disappointment and regret, but the situation is a total loss and some good will come out of it. My personal interpretation is that 
This is definitely a shadow work card. It usually comes up in readings for myself and clients when we have suffered a loss of some sort or are facing some tough emotions. I feel that facing these emotions head on is so important. And that's what the card is saying. Do mourn what happened and go through the motions first before urging yourself to move on because shoving these big feelings down will just lead them to fester and rot. This is definitely also an ebb card. My personal opinion is that, you know, ebbs are undervalued. While yes, we should remain self-compassionate and self-loving, taking care of ourselves and seeking help when we need it and actively working our way through them. But at the end of the day, they have a lot to teach us. There are points in our life when we um, cultivate new ideas and like new growth, even though it may not feel like it at the time when we're going through that, when we make our way to the ends of them, we realize gaining, we've gained actually so much knowledge from them. So when we are ready to move on after going through these motions, we realize we actually gained, you know, like these two cups that are actually behind us and a bridge has start flowing once again. So Robin Deer, how do you view this card? This is the Papa Roach of tarot cards. Um, of the <laughs> cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Um, this is the most emo <laughs> card in the entire deck. You cannot change my mind. Um, and I mean that in a very literal sense. Think about being an emo when you're in high school, right? Everything mm-hmm. was the worst thing that could have ever happened to anyone ever. Like you would have a minor inconvenience and it'd be like, oh, Nobody understands me. And I feel like we were all that emo. You can't change my mind. Um, you can Rob and I are still there with our cancer selves. Yeah, you can literally show me like documented evidence that like emos weren't like that. And I'd be like, incorrect. <laughs> but that's very much how I feel about this card is that you're so focused on the bad thing that's happening and you're mm-hmm. so overwhelmed by that that it feels like it's the worst possible thing that's ever happened to anybody and it quite frankly probably isn't and it's probably not even Mm -hmm. the worst thing that's ever happened to you and that's not that it's not a valid situation for you to feel these feelings like you're you're allowed Mm -hmm. to feel your feelings but feel them and also acknowledge that what's the word i'm looking for here that this will pass and it's not the worst thing that happened in the whole wide world and that's okay you can you can feel things and also recognize that it'll 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 get better and there'll be other bad days and you know what I mean like life happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Your upright like version of it is actually my reversed. So really? crazy. It's so emo yeah. to me. I think it's the most emo card on the planet. <laughs> and whenever I see it in my brain, I'm just like, cut my life into pieces. Uh, every I time. I you write that for clients. Just I never <laughs> have, but I feel like maybe I should. And then we'll find out who the real, you know, the real ones are. Because they'll be like, I heard that episode. so how about you raven dear how do you view this card i feel like i kind of go along with robin where like it's a card that means like you have to go through it to get past it like it seems rough when you're going through it but then like looking back it was crucial and honestly i feel like this card is so important to like this year like this year has been so rough but i feel like once it's over like There's, like, a lot we had to go through to get through it. Like, 
you can't just expect stuff like finding out about stuff or like going like witnessing anything or just like finding out you're in certain situations like that's not like the end of it like you have to work through it and then you're gonna be able to be over it like so Mm -hmm. I don't know I kind of agree with Robin like it is a sad card but it could mean like good things if you just get through it right Mm mm-hmm yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. It's very similar. It's like a nice uh, amalgamation of what I said and what Maria said. And now mm-hmm. we kiss. this is our Samhain special. Samhain special? It sounds like something on a diner menu. (laughs) As this is our Samhain special, we obviously are going to talk about Samhain, but we also decided this week that we're going to skip over talking about what's stirring and not stirring our cauldron and instead talk about ghost stories. It's quite close to the election and everybody's a little bit, you know, sour pants so instead of talking about things that are irritating us right now we're just going to share ghost stories and kind of change the narrative <laughs> we thought it would be more fun yeah i mean because we'll be yeah we'll be back we're to so our normal irritated yeah we'll be we'll be back to our normal bullshit next week but this week we're gonna tell ghost stories and i don't know make it a little bit lighter so yeah i like starting it. off how do you guys celebrate Samhain? So, uh, oh, sorry. Can I go first? Yeah, yes, mother, you. you can. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the actual 31st, we actually just spent it together as a family doing like Halloween type activities. Like this year, it's going to be very different because we're not going to get involved with trick-or-treating or anything like that. We're just going to camp in our backyard and set up a projector and watch Hocus Pocus and like eat a bunch of finger foods and candy until we that throw up. so fucking good. Can I come? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're invited. <laughs> You're all invited. Just kidding. Please don't show up to my house. <laughs> Robin's fine, though. <laughs> and Raven. I was going to say, what the fuck? You just yeah, no, I meant like the followers. Wow. I meant like everyone who's wow. listening. I don't want like hundreds of people like showing wow. up to the door and being like, hey, wow, 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 I got an invitation. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. You know, I thought we no, were cool. You guys Turn are invited. Up. Friends are Turn always up. invited. Not so much. Okay. <laughs> You know what I meant. Hush I did. Anyway, true. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so but we move on to November first, and we usually have like a dead dinner or a silent dinner where we set out places for people we have lost along the way and with mm-hmm. a picture of them or yeah. something that we own that was once theirs. And while we don't do the whole silent part that a lot of people do where you don't talk through the whole dinner, we do talk yeah, I don't and we talk about, you know, like the memories that we shared with these people. And um, we also have like a candle lit for each of them at their places. That's nice. Yeah. And then we, you know, do like witchy stuff together as a family all day, like mm-hmm. read tarot. Um, maybe even do a family spell together. I haven't really picked what we're going to do this year, but something. <laughs> I almost so, just said something sexy in my brain, and then I was like, oh, there's a child, Robin. Get it together. <laughs> 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 so, all 
right. I need to have a coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Um, Well, for me in our house, um, our Samhain is very different than the kind of European ideation of Samhain because Mm -hmm. we have Dia de los Muertos um, immediately following. So Mm -hmm. I actually don't do the whole silent dinner thing at all. I do do a meal Mm -hmm. and we make an ofrenda and all that. And I do a meal, but we spend the whole time talking and playing music and it's fun and Mm -hmm. we drink and we talk about, you know, the people that we've lost and share fun stories and stuff like that. I love that. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing the silent dinner, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think it is a cultural thing, though. And, you know, Mm -hmm. in my my family um that's not how we do that you know we 100 yeah we we it's a celebration of those that are no longer with us and we Mm -hmm. make their favorite food and we talk about you know funny stories or just like good stories of those people and it's i don't know i i i personally am not afraid of being dead (laughs) Um, mm-hmm. I'm obviously like, I don't want to die. Like, I'm not trying to suggest that, but <laughs> being like the, the idea of dying is not scary to me. And I don't, mm-hmm. I personally don't want anybody to like feel they have to mourn me in like some sad Victorian way. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? It's such a, like, I don't know. It, it's that's so Victorian. Like, no, celebrate me. Like, I'll tell embarrassing stories. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I want embarrassing the stories. You want what? I want the waterworks when I die. Oh my I want, God. I want the dramatics. I need everyone <laughs> screaming over it. <laughs> Throwing themselves on top of the coffin. Punching right, the ground. Man. Just Whoa. this can't be true. <laughs> yeah, Lady standing all the way in the back of the funeral in her dark outfit with an umbrella. And everyone's like, oh, who is it. she? Who I is she? <laughs> I'm vain. <laughs> I love it. So, how are you celebrating, Raven Deer? Oh, well, um, it's just me, basically, because um, I live with my husband, Liam, but he is not a witch, but he basically goes along with whatever I do. Like, he'll just, he's dumb for whatever. <laughs> oh, we love man. supportive husbands and spouses. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, I think I'm going to do, like, I celebrate both Halloween and Samhain, so I think I'm going to do something to contribute to both. Uh, this year, I did lose um, some people close to me, so I'm going to do something special for them. I'm going to do some baking, Aww. horror movies like always, because that's, you know, a go-to. But yes. I don't know. I think I'm just going to do a simple night this year because it's just been a very long, rough year. Hear so that. I'm just going to do a very <laughs> calm, peaceful evening. But I'm excited mm-hmm. nonetheless. I don't even know... What I'm gonna bake it. I was gonna try something new, but gotta think of a new recipe. That sounds good. That sounds Yum. really good. You can honestly um, cook a me low food. key evening. Yeah, you yeah. can oh, cook yeah. me food and then send me photos and be like, "Look, it's like you're dead." And then and then oh I'll God. eat it on the astral plane. A true. <laughs> That all sounds very romantic for me. Let's do that. (laughs) I wish I could send you guys over to Ravens. Please do, please. I love that. Actually, showing up to haunt. 
Hello. I just imagine, I'm just just imagining like Robin's husband and my wife like walking into us on the astro plane while we're you know just laying there. We're making yummy noises and they're like, what's going on? (laughs) Except I wouldn't be making yummy noises. I'd be going like this. Where's the bread? Carbohydrates. Get in my mouth. I'm gonna oh, look into God. it. There's a way I can send you guys bread through like overnight or something. I'm gonna do it. Whoa, FaceTime, that'd be get so the bread sweet. together. So sick. Yeah, I would 100 percent do that. Carbs. Oh my God. I have <laughs> to say it though. I can't have wheat or dairy, so this wow. might be difficult. <laughs> the fucking celiac ruining the day. Unreal. I know. I hate it. <laughs> a fun twist. Uh <laughs> I'll work with so, that. you guys ready um, to talk about ghost stories? I am. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Who's yeah. ready to go Spooky. first? I will go I first if nobody else wants to. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I talked about this do actually it. on another podcast. Um, so if you do listen to spiritual shit, you will have already heard this. But you know what? As I was telling the story, I was like, I've never talked about this before. Like, I should. The only person who knew about it was my best friend, and I was like we're gonna talk about this so a long long time ago uh, the year was 1805 and (laughs) i used to live in this little tiny town called grayton in california and if you know where uh bodega bay is like the movie birds where that was filmed it's it's kind of in that Mm -hmm. direction and it was it's a little like tiny town um i it's barely a town it's like a collection of 10 houses and i used to live in this little tiny town and have to take this road this uh like occidental or i think it was occidental road it doesn't matter none of you know where this is so it doesn't matter anyway (laughs) i used to have to take this road that was really long had no street lights anything like that and it always gets super foggy at nighttime to get there and I used to work in a mental health facility, so I had really odd hours. And mm-hmm. it was like three or four in the morning, and I'm driving home. It's super foggy, and I just start seeing ghosts, like literally, like in front of my car on the side of the road. Like, and I'm thinking I'm having a psychotic episode. Like, I worked in a mental health <laughs> facility. Like, I knew what this would look like. You know what I mean? Like, you see firsthand people that are going through a their first ever like psychotic episode. And mm-hmm. that's what I thought was happening to me. Like oh, I no, was for yeah, And I mean, I was also very sleep deprived. So like, I also take into account that maybe it was just sleep deprivation. I don't know. But I was freaking out. And there was probably like a dozen to like 18 ghosts that I saw on this drive home. And they were just like popping up on the side of the road. And they were all like, like accident ghosts. Like, you know, bleeding from the face and, like, really traumatic. And so here I, I am. I feel like I'm if like, it was sleep deprivation, though, the adrenaline would have woke you up from it. Like, because I you mean, were, like, so stressed at that point. Right. I think right. I'm right. sold already. I was bawling my eyes out. I'm, like, crying so hard. And it was so traumatic. And it just kept happening. And I made it home. And I'm, like, sobbing. And I live with my best friend and his mom. And my best friend's like, what the fuck happened? And so I tell him. And he was just like, what the hell? And I refused to drive that road alone ever again. Like, I wouldn't drive it. 
Like somebody else had to drive it for me. And there was three ways to get to my apartment. So I didn't have to take that road and I never did again. And the next day, because I did have the privilege of working in a mental health facility, I went and talked to like the, the psychologist for free <laughs> and I was just like this is what happened and he like did some tests and stuff like that for me and like I was seeing him for like two months and he was just like nope you're totally fine like at least on that front like there's nothing quote wrong with you quote um and yeah it like traumatized me for like years isn't that crazy (laughs) that sounds like it was terrifying i forgot all about it too like i completely forgot all about it and then i was on the spiritual shit podcast and dylan asked me what's the scariest thing that ever happened to you and it like all came back to me like a flood and i was just like oh i repressed this (laughs) (laughs) well i can see why (laughs) so who wants to go next (laughs) (laughs) I'll go next. Okay. Okay. So actually I have, as I said, I'm trying to save all my ghost stories for like dropping them here and there, (laughs) but I, I'm going to share like three little ones if that's Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Okay. So the first one's actually a feel good one. It's really sweet and it makes my heart warm whenever, when I think about it, um, Growing up, we, me and my family owned two elderly Shih Tzus. Like, we adopted them because uh, they were literally, when we adopted them, they were, like, 11 years old. Um, and, but they stayed with us until they were, like, 16, 17. And I was, like, super close to them. They would come and lay on my bed. They were always in my room. Obviously, mm-hmm. I was their favorite. But... You know, eventually old age did hit them and uh, Sheba went first the year before Fritz did. But maybe a month or so after Fritz passed away, I woke up one night and I saw two white orbs at the end of my bed. And, you know, I did the whole blinking thing and like, okay, now wake up. (laughs) But um, they actually... I saw them jump off my bed and like go up the stairs that cause I was in the basement and I like, I wasn't freaked out or anything. Usually during, you know, like ghostly stuff happens. I like, I freak out and I get like mm-hmm. my adrenaline gets pumping as like, you know, Raven talked about, but this, I was just, I knew right away that it was Fritz and Sheba and that they came and visit, visited me one mm-hmm. last time. It was just such a sweet moment. Yeah. (laughs) You're gonna make me cry. (laughs) It was just so sweet and I missed them so much, but I feel like that was them like telling me, Hey, we're okay. We still love you. We're still here for you. That's so sweet, Em. Yeah, I know. Mm, I like that story. (laughs) I have a story like that actually. Go you can continue though. Unless you want me to tell okay. my brief one. <laughs> actually, I want I want to share my wife's story, actually. Oh. Yeah, this is when she was younger. And she I think she said this is the only ghost she's ever seen in her entire life. Um, her and her friends were playing in the woods. And I guess behind the woods, there is like a field. 
And they're like playing and exploring and they make their way to the field and they just see a lady like in the middle of the field, in the middle of nowhere in a total, you know, white outfit. So like a white lady just nice. standing there, just staring off. And <laughs> my wife and her friends just apparently looked at her, stared for a couple of seconds and like booked it because there's no way like someone that would be there in the middle of nowhere in a dress just standing in the middle of a field fuck oh that God. yeah <laughs> fuck fuck that i'm taken off i've been gone that's terrifying <laughs> it's a short that's her only ghost story and it's like terrifying I know, mm-hmm. and here's me. Like, I'm literally waking up to people screaming at me <laughs> on the other side of the bed. Like, <laughs> oh my God. that. And <laughs> I'm miserable. And she's actually looking at me. You're laughing right now. Oh. But, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> and then I wanted to talk about like some things that always happen to me during this time of year. Like, there's always a mist in my kitchen, which I'm not sure if I've talked about. You've before. told me about it. Um, I don't think you've talked about yeah, it on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a mist that just stays in my kitchen. I like to think that it's like my grandmother who comes and visits me every year and probably like, hey, this kitchen's a mess. You need to do something <laughs> about this. <laughs> I come from a family of cleaners, so my sense of clean is way different than theirs. So I'm just imagining her like mist form just being like, ugh come on but it's like shit um, in here <laughs> but like as soon as the closer that we approach like Samhain and stuff like that like things start like amping up a little bit like last night like I kept getting like my arm kept getting pulled and like people are touching my arm trying to wake me up and it's just I don't know like there's no like way that I'm imagining it and I'm not like half awake or anything because last night I did have trouble mm-hmm. sleeping so I was just like wide awake and feeling this happen and I was just like right. okay okay please just leave me alone for a little bit <laughs> I want to sleep mm-hmm. but yeah it's always at night when I'm trying to sleep and we know that how much I hate that but yeah yeah that's what's been going on I just <laughs> thought so when you're talking about your dogs and the orbs right um, mm. remember when we had to put my dog down a year ago the boxer yeah. so oh, we buried the boxer in the yard right Ruby may she rest in peace truly the sweetest dog in the whole world um, mm-hmm. I saw her in the yard for like a week just like being in the yard oh. like being herself wandering around for like a week and it oh. made me sad because it made me feel like it wasn't like your story where you're talking about how they were saying goodbye it was like she didn't realize do you know what oh, i mean like so it was so sad it was so sad i cried about it all week my husband's like, you're fucking crazy. And I was like, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what I saw. <laughs> I couldn't be, but it doesn't change anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so... Oh. I know. Just want to go hug her. That's horrible. I know. So... so. Raven, what are your fun stories? Oh, stories? Story, um, I feel like genuine ghost stories like i only have like a couple because like there's been a million times in my life where i'm like that's definitely a ghost like could not be anything but a ghost like i'm sold 100 percent sure that's a ghost mm-hmm. but then i look back and i'm like yeah it probably wasn't so i never want to like 
I don't know, emphasize a story that didn't happen. So I try and focus on the like craziest ones that it like couldn't be anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like there was one time where um, when I still lived with my parents, they were rearranging because my mom always rearranges her whole house like every week. And she was switching around the dining room and living room and she was plugging in her DVD player. And mm-hmm. it's like a nine slot one for some reason. And it has radio like it's like the whole deal for some reason. It's like this old ass one. But she plugs it in, and it's got this, like, wire antenna, and it was, like, off to the side. It was unplugged. She had just plugged it in, and it turns on and starts saying it's playing a CD. Yeah, But it starts playing this one specific song, and there's no disc in the whole entire thing. So we were like, maybe it's on the radio, but I guess the radio part was disabled, so there was, like, no way for it to be on the radio. And the song, we had just gotten done talking about um, my dad's father, who um, unfortunately passed away when he was a baby, because mm-hmm. we were finding out more information about him. And yeah. um, we had just gotten done speaking about him. And the song, I'm trying to remember what song it was. I remember it was by Pearl Jam. But it was the song, hmm. um, I think it was Alive, because he was saying, like, he was talking about a father and son and saying, like, I'm still alive. And it was just so fucking eerie. We were just like, um, we should definitely move. Uh, <laughs> but in a way, it was kind of comforting because it was like, that's honestly, that was my first reaction. But then I was like, it just almost seemed like it was like his dad just being like, hey, oh. I hear you. It was just sad. But that's like, really my dad doesn't sweet. believe in ghosts or anything. And he still recognizes that situation as being like inexplainable because it was like, there, it was saying it was playing a CD, but there was, like, nothing in the device, and there was no way it could have been on the radio, so there was just no way to describe, like, how it was happening. That's crazy. And it That's shut off after so that crazy. song. No, it did <laughs> It Like, the, the machine itself shut off entirely after the song stopped. Like, it finished no. the song and shut off. Like, and we're all, it's my whole family, like, my brother, sister, mom, and dad, we're all just sitting there in the room. Like, we all just are in shock, so we let the whole song play, because we're just like, what do we do? How did that happen? Yeah. We're trying to figure out like, how it happened. Like, they're looking at the back of it. Like, is it the radio? Nope. And it just shuts off. Fuck That's that. weird. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that. cool. It's no, cool that you got a message, an important no, message. Right, but, no. but I'm going to take like the DVD player to the alley and beat it up. <laughs> I also think this about how, like, demons pretend, demon. though. Yeah, that's like no. them, but... No, fuck, so that. Freaky, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, no. Every time I listen to the song now, I'm just like, oh my god, that was terrifying. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. I love that. that I love that for you. the house I had just lived into, and that was the same house that like most of my ghost stories like happened in. That's crazy. So maybe, maybe your house is haunted. I really think it is. Um, I'm not in it now. I left my family in it. I also brought a Ouija board to it, so that was on me. <laughs> Um, my mom was always against it. Now in Um, plans. (laughs) That was after that, actually. Like, there was nothing in the house that even should have sparked that. That was, like, such a wild day. But, like, obviously after that, I was stupid and started using one. Here and there, not even in the house because my mom was so strict about it, but I had to bring it in there temporarily for storage. I did, too. Um, It freaks everyone out. Listen, I'm going to just say this, and I know it's a super unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it, and then mm-hmm. everybody who's listening will be like, Robin, but here's, <laughs> here's, here's, the, here's the facts, okay? At least uh-huh. in my opinion. This is my opinion. It's not facts. But you can communicate with the dead with basically anything, 
uh, a Ouija board is no more powerful than automatic writing, which you do Absolutely. with a pen and paper. And do your own body. It's, yeah, it literally says Hasbro on it, like right on the box. Thank it's you. a children's toy. Um, We're witches. Yes. We work with these kinds of tools. Like, like yes, mm-hmm. Ouija boards are incredibly useful tools. I'm not trying to be like, it's a toy. It, it won't work. I'm not saying that. I'm saying right. it is what you make it. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's my opinion of it. Um, because it does, it says fucking Hasbro on the box. And I, I like, I, I, it always <laughs> boggles my mind when people are like, don't bring a Ouija board into the house. It's like, it's, or no, it doesn't even say Hasbro. I think it's Mattel. Either way, it's a fucking kid's toy. I think toy. it is Hasbro. Actually, like, that's like, so, yeah. I was literally saying that verbatim to Liam yesterday because we had it out. Like we have it in our new house, obviously, because we're idiots. But like, it's just like, <laughs> like you said, it is what you make it. Like some people are so scared of it, but I'm like, you have to like, obviously I don't want to disrespect it or the rules, but at the end of the right. day, like it was made by a game company. I bought it from Toys R Us. Like, right. I just, I have tarot cards as well. And those like can connect, connect to different spirits too. So it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I respect it. I don't like try and provoke anything but at the same well, time sure. like, i feel like using it isn't gonna like ruin your whole life no matter what i mean it ruined my <laughs> life oh my god my <laughs> life. i actually bought a ouija board and now i have a crack addiction and it's very sad um <laughs> and i do your i life. do blame the ouija board no, i'm just kidding um, <laughs> drugs are also very bad everyone please don't do drugs just because you heard this on here that's <laughs> Drugs are not a joke. Very serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, does anybody else have any parting stories we can share with the crew? No, yeah, I'm going to save the rest of mine for our next yeah, I've got, one. I honestly have so many, so I can I do know, this forever. Same. I'm like, I'm trying to be careful. I don't <laughs> a lot of small stuff happens to me exactly like, it's just super small like and it's like enough to well, know like, but not enough to put in one giant story right exactly like my wife's story they were in the forest they came upon a white lady they were like fuck that and then ran away i mean <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck that <laughs> They didn't go searching. We can add to those situations. We don't stay in like movies where they're like, let's further investigate this. Let's oh. go deeper into this terrifying let's situation. Let's ask her if she's okay. lady in the middle of this woods wearing all white holding a bloody hatchet. You guys want to investigate talk further? to her? Let's go, let's go let's find out rocks. why she's here. Yeah, let's throw rocks. Let's go <laughs> get our Ouija board and summon her. <laughs> there's nothing about this yeah. that could possibly go wrong <laughs> but that's why we don't have as many stories because we're smart we <laughs> just kidding get the fuck out of there because <laughs> my brain is broken <laughs> honestly I'm gonna just compile a list of me just singing sporadically on this podcast and then post it as a compilation and ruin everyone's day <laughs> <laughs> and and my slurping, slurping sounds. We could do that. We could do doors closing. We can do stomach rumbling. I mean, it would be my awesome. Cat, my cat just being like, "Help me off the bed, please." <laughs> um, please do. Please look Coffee forward to that in twenty twenty one, you guys. <laughs> Coffee Cauldron's a musical. The musical Shut episode. On Broadway. <laughs> Thank you.
if you've just joined us. Every week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. These are people that we found organically on our own. Um, That being said, again, again, I have to ask this. Please do not DM us asking to be on the podcast. It's not going to happen. When you do that, you're going to find yourself on the other side of a block button. It's very rude. Please don't do that. It makes me angry and sad. You're giving me depression. Please don't do that. (laughs) Uh, That being said, Maria, who's a creator you're loving so much this week? So I got a new book. Uh, It's Not Magic by Sarah Bartlett. And it's like this cute little book that has like a bunch of not spells. I haven't done like not spells in like a long time. I used to do them all the time when I was a teenager. Um, But it's just a cute little book that comes with like illustrations and stuff like that and tells you different knots and how to use them magically. And as I said, there it's illustrated. So, you know, exactly what you're doing and how to do it correctly. I want to get it. And she even says, um, when to cast a spell and yeah, it's like, I love that really cute book. Yeah. Highly recommend. Um, there's some things of course in here that I, do not agree with, but that's mostly, I think it's Wiccan based. Well, so. you can say that about any book though, can't yeah. you? Know, there's, there's always going to be parts that are going to be a leaf. Yes, but the information's really good. And I am glad that, because there's not many books out there that's just about like specific types of magic, especially like not magic. Like you'll, mm-hmm. it'll be in a book, but it won't come with like illustrations and stuff like that on how to do the spell, which I find very helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven, who are you loving this week? Oh, the beautiful Cupid Witch on Instagram. She is beautiful. Uh, She is basically the love witch IRL, just not as crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She can provide. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, you know, that's true. Crazy in a good way, the very entertaining way. (laughs) She can provide any like. Basically all love spells. I've sent people that ask for love spells to her because like I personally like it's just not the most comfortable for me personally. Like it's mm-hmm. the spell I work with the least and I know she specializes in it. Like I said, she's a love witch IRL. I have gotten a reading from her though. She's so in depth and her prices are honestly fair for the amount of work she puts in and the mm-hmm. amount of years she's been doing it. So if you have a chance, check her out. Her theme on Instagram is also so cute. Like, literally it's her whole so aesthetic cute. on Instagram. It it's like, like little vintage, vintage love. stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's vintage so Valentine's, out, please. which is oh like my, my whole thing. I love them. I love seeing it. They make me so happy every time I see them. <laughs> they do. They make me and happy, she's so too. consistent with it. Like, I really recommend it. She's amazing. And her yeah. content is. Yeah, I've actually gotten a reading from her before too, and I really I enjoy oh, her I readings. So I feel good. very left out. I'm gonna have oh, to fix that. I'm gonna have to fix that. Her cards are cute too. Like she uses the sweetest little deck. Oh my god, I love her. Yes. <laughs> She's precious though. How about you, Robin dear? Who have you been loving? Oh, yes. Well, by now, I think that we've all learned that I like pottery a lot. And no. <laughs> not me. No, wrong bitch. Um, so this week I'm loving another pottery account, which I know is so surprising to all of our listeners who are like, Jesus Christ, Robin. <laughs> um, Clay Dust Studio. Uh, it 
specifically, okay, the whole reason I started following them was they do this little tray that I already like, I mean, I haven't bought it, but I'm picturing in my mm-hmm. brain all the things I would do with it, right? I've already like yeah. picked all the things I want to do. And it's like the moon and stars and clouds and it's like this beautiful sunset thing happening. And it's so, 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 so pretty. And they do like um, a cat on a moon mug and they do alchemy bottles and they do, yeah, they do pots that are like meant to be like cauldrons, like hand thrown cauldrons. And it's got the moon phases on it. Like it's so cool. So, so cool. I love them so much. I want one. I want all their stuff. Um, I have a problem. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I've been following them for a while, too. I love That's their stuff. Their stuff is pottery so takes cute. so much effort. It really does. It does. Like, I have so much respect for pottery artists. I really do. Which is probably why, like, my dick is so hard for, like, all <laughs> pottery work ever. Um, but yeah, I really love their stuff and I think everyone should go buy stuff from them and then send me photos of it so I can go, I want that too. (laughs) (laughs) Better yet, just send us all some. Yes. Yeah. Just everybody just buy me some and send it to me and I'll be like, I'll say to my husband, I'll be like, uh, well, I didn't buy it. It's a gift. I can't exactly return it. (laughs) he's like and we're just gonna delete that right there <laughs> no, no, keep that happening <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness We hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us on Friday the 13th of November for our 19th episode. So keep your eyes out on our respective Instagrams and on our Twitter. If you don't already follow us there, it's Coffee Cauldrons. I try to be good at posting on there. I'm not very good at it. I am sorry, but you should still follow it anyway to find out more information. Or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven, on Patreon so we can answer your questions for next time. That tier is full, but keep an eye out. You never know. Yeah, hover around on the first. That's what we always say. Hover on the first. Um, Because that's when people leave. (laughs) Uh, You'll also get to hear our lovely sensual voices for an additional 30 minutes (laughs) for being on the Patreon tier casting and above. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. And Maria from Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And Raven from Magic Means on Instagram. Okay, okay you guys ready? You guys ready? 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 Let's do it. Let's do it. One, one, two, two three, three. Bye, bye, bye witches. Honestly, we only still do that for me. I swear to God. <laughs>